Hi, welcome to the Fit Me Forever podcast hosted by the OmniFit. We're about all things fitness. We help women get off the diet roller coaster to find sustainable health, embracing life right where you are on the way to where you're going. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Coach Jody V, a certified nutrition coach who specializes in helping women become physically and mentally strong to regain energy for a life they love. I would like to welcome my co-host, Kayla Duncan, owner of the OmniFit, and fellow colleague and nutrition coach, Taylor Bloxham. Together, we are the OmniFit. Hey guys, welcome back to the Fit Me Forever podcast. Today I'm here with Coach Jody and Coach Taylor, and we're going to be talking about sustainable change and where that starts, how do we get to a place where we're putting things in action that can stay there long term. How are you guys? Doing well. How are you ladies? I'm doing pretty good too. Awesome. So this concept about sustainable change, um, obviously it's something that we talk about all the time. It's interwoven between the podcast, what we post on in Facebook and any, any place that anybody has ever interacted with us. I think the word sustainable (laughs) ends up coming up in a description. Um, I want to dig in a little bit there. What, what comes to your mind when you hear sustainable? You guys know me mindset absolutely comes to mind. Mm -hmm. It's, it is the, what's going on in your head really controls everything. Mm-hmm. It really, really does. I know we talk a lot about it, but that's the exact reason. It's because it determines everything, everything. There's a, um, I have no idea where this quote came from, but I've heard it all like so many times and said in kind of different ways, but where the mind goes, the body follows. And when I hear that, I just go, yep. <laughs> in my own life, it's evident of that. Yes. Yep, Definitely. And yeah, like Jody said, it's a huge mindset factor. And I just think of, you know, especially with everything that we, we help clients with is just, can you stick to something, whatever you're doing right now, are you able to see yourself doing that in one year or six months or, you know, and just the importance of that all goes back to the mindset. Mm -hmm. It does. It's one of the questions, um, especially whenever like a new client fills out our intake form, or I'm just kind of having a client call talking about setting goals and things like that is they say, well, is this the best? I can do whatever's the best. I'm like, well, if it's not realistic for long term, it doesn't matter if it's perfect on paper. If it can't be done long term, it doesn't really matter. And long term, a lot longer than just like three weeks or six weeks or maybe even 12 weeks, depending on the goal that we're talking about. So we always take that into consideration. Perfect on paper. If it doesn't fit your life, isn't perfect at all. It's it's not a perfect plan. Um, Yeah. Where your mind goes, your body follows. I just think about it from a very practical right now standpoint. Like if I walk into the pan or I'm thinking about eating, I walk into the pantry, right? Right. Right. Or if I'm hungry on the drive home and there happens to be whatever, it's so easy. It is. Not, not having planned or just what are you focusing on? Mm-hmm. Well, you can think about, you know, two hours from now is lunch and you've got pizza on your mind rather than the salad. Guess what? You're probably going to go, and not that pizza's bad, I'm just saying, we're going to go for something that might not be the best choice for you today, you know, type of thing. We've all been there. Right. No, yep. totally. 
And a lot of that has to do with what goes in. What are we intaking? What's the environments that we're spending time in? Um, the people that we're spending time in the or with, the conversations that we're a part of. Um, obviously, social media does play a huge part in that. And what we do, one of the biggest kind of an inside joke to the fitness community is whenever you're on a diet or you're in contest prep or whatever, people start surrounding things around food. And <laughs> Pinterest boards are all surrounded with what kind of, I mean, disgusting chocolate, brownie, doubled chocolate. Like, I mean, it's stuff that <laughs> even on a, and when you're in a normal state of mind that you're like, oh, I would never even, I mean, a bite of that maybe, but I'd be sick if I ate a whole brownie at the end. But literally it's all, sometimes all you can think about. And there are times over my years of competing, um, very different mindset shifts during what I would consider a very successful prep or a more challenging prep, depending on what I was doing in my spare time what while I was doing cardio was I looking at Pinterest at different recipes (laughs) or was I listening to uplifting podcasts you know yeah Yeah. I think um too with the mindset like you said environmental can be such a huge factor too like between the three of us we all live and work in different environments Kayla you work from home I'm in an office environment that is um, usually always surrounded by food Taylor, you're at the gym and in a retail environment at different times. And so like what that environment is, is going to play a huge factor. I know women, especially in offices struggle, um, especially, honestly, if there's a lot of men around, a lot of times they can get away with eating things that we don't normally eat on a regular basis or I work in an educational environment and there's always parents bringing in, you know, special treats and the, you know, the break room or concession stand is always filled with, you know, something or another that isn't best. And it's like, I often have to tell myself and do daily and it doesn't attract me all that much, but um, you know, just that there's more where that came from because I know if whatever's there today likely there'll be leftovers of it there tomorrow or somebody else will have brought something else in. And so it it can be um, a constant mental battle if you feel Mm -hmm. like you have to um, indulge. And I just have gotten used to saying no. Yes, I really don't want that. And sometimes when I do want it, I do go for it. So yeah. Yeah, Jody, I love something that you're saying every time that you talk about that, that sticks out in my mind is saying, what is best for me today? What is, what's a little bit better of a choice? And just the simplicity of, and power of that, that mindset and that decision. I think a lot of people overlook that, you know, because it's, it's warped with a new mindset around food that is, you know, that's, that's bad for me. That's not good. Um, Mm -hmm. Versus, you know, what's a little bit better right now? What's the best for me today? Yeah, I think about that, it kind of came up with me and working in the environment where there's all that stuff all the time. It was like, you know, I kind of had to just go, there's going to be more where that came from. I don't need it. I mean, it was especially when I've been in prep at various times, especially frustrating because that's when you want it the most. Mm -hmm. But I would, you know, I just tell myself a different story. I don't need that. There's going to be more of that. I, you know, if I want it, it'll be there later type of thing. Mm -hmm. And I think there's, um, you know, a couple of posts that I've done recently that have just talked about all those different kind of mindsets you get yourself into and how you can kind of change them. I love that too. um, I recently ran across this quote um, by Tony Robbins that talks about, um, 
you know, change your strategy, change your story and change your state. And I really got to thinking about that, um, just about changing your story, how powerful that is. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. what do you guys think? I mean, what, what comes to mind when we talk about changing stories? Like, what are we telling ourselves? Right. I mean, thinking out loud, hearing, hearing you kind of say that just gets my mind churning about our mindset and where it is and what we're attracted to begins with the story that we do tell ourselves. And, and where do we want that story to be? Um, there's a difference between the story that we're living usually, especially when you're in a place that, that desires change um, versus living the story that you want to live. And I am a huge advocate. I know I've said it multiple times on our podcast about putting your pen to paper, writing things down. Um, cause it's just powerful being able to one, get it out of your head, but then also intake that again and, and do exactly that. Create a process. There's really a system to creating change. Um, we were talking kind of before we, before we went into this about how, writing out our story or planning that story, doing a little dreaming, where do you want to be, can then change that state of mind that we're in, which can help you create a strategy around completing those goals or reaching those things. And that really is the foundation of creating something that's sustainable. It's what we do very naturally in any type of program design, um, any of the courses that we create, really any type of teaching that we do is surrounded by the story that this woman wants to get to what's the story what's her dream and then creating a healthy state of mind and all types of actions and techniques to help maintain a healthy state of mind but to create a strategy to get there those you know to get from point a to point b to point c and so on right i think so many times we don't realize that um what the story that we are telling ourselves right down just to the the comments like oh I'll never be able to lose this weight or, Oh, I'll never be able to wear those jeans again. Or I just always do this, or I just always do that. And the more that you feed those kind of things into your mind, um, the more you're just, that's the way you're going to be responding. Mm -hmm. um, it, it just, uh, you've got to stop and change that thought pattern. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just need help to be able to do that. Um, it's, you know, what are we filling our minds with? Who, what kind of relationships do we have? Do we need help from a coach? Do we need, um, you know, maybe a different set of friends that help us, you know, rethink uh, some of those things. So it's, it's pretty important. Um, I would stop to encourage anyone like, and we do this a lot ourselves is just to stop and say, okay, um, just get rid of the head trash, if you will. <laughs> Yeah. what's going what am I telling myself and and um and is that positive is it helping me reach my goal or is it not helping me reach my goal right yeah. I call it my um negative spiral that I usually start like if you kind of think of a like a reverse um hurricane you're like going down from the top you know I feel like I, I jump into that sometimes with all different things all different situations um that we all deal with we'll talk we'll isolate it and talk about health and fitness goals right now. But if you jump in and you kind of start swirling around, it's like it gets faster, you know, at the bottom of the drain, how it's like, like the water's going down the drain. And right in that middle part, I can usually be like, what am I like, 
mentally, this is not, this is spurring negativity over and over and over and over and over. And you can kind of just feel yourself spiraling out of control, which usually is inevitably bleeding into other areas. My responses to other people, how I'm, you know, viewing social media or the foods I'm choosing to eat or everything that would normally be positive gets into that negative cycle of just like, you know, spinning around. And Mm -hmm. it is that being able to share with a safe group of people to say, this is what I'm going. And I usually know, I know the right thing to say. So hearing that reminder is like, yes, yes, I'm going to cling to that. Um, In my own life, that's obviously going to be very scripture based. It's very biblical that I believe there's so much truth in the Bible that we can cling to. And Tay, you and I were actually having a conversation a couple weeks ago about just spiritual warfare and Mm-hmm. get like crazy spiritual and deep, but we all deal with those different things and finding your anchor, something to really cling to, to get you out of the negative cycle is very, very important because there has to be some sort of something rooted in truth that yeah. you can go, I can achieve this. Now it might be difficult. Here are my challenges. Here's some resistance or roadblocks that I might feel like I have to get around that's Mm -hmm. something separate. We're not saying that it's always easy. You know, you're going to have a spouse that might make things difficult, children or a schedule. I was just having a conversation with a client last week about, um, single mom and dealing with a workout schedule, you know, five days a week, but her son now is in, um, sports and all these things that always just crazy demands. And I was just speaking some truth into her life about it's okay to have seasons of focusing on you versus focusing on someone else. Obviously we're going to be better wives, friends, mothers, sisters, whatever, when we're pouring into ourselves and making sure that we have self care, but there is a balance between times where you can spend more time in the gym or maybe you can't. And that's just on one, you know, one thing talking about food, talking about food prep companies that can deliver food to you. If you, if you're in a season where you can't spend a lot of time cooking Um, but it's recognizing that you're able, let's work together to figure out how you can accomplish it. And sometimes it's that negative cycle of spinning out of control where we just have to grab something and go, Yeah, there's a couple of things that come to mind, um, to me about that is, um, just number one, self-care isn't selfish. And when we do center ourselves in the right way, then we're more available to deal with, um, all of the other challenges and gifts, gifts come with challenges mm-hmm. in our lives. Um, what comes to mind is cultivating an ownership mindset. And that is, I, I, I am in charge of my body. I'm a steward of my body and my mind. And when I, when I get into that place where I look at my body as being one of my best assets, then I'm in a better place to step outside of that emotional spiral. And it makes me think of our previous podcast Mm -hmm. um, about feedback is that when I step outside of that spiral, I can set the emotions over here and I can give myself the opportunity to really assess what's going on Mm -hmm. Um, and and then change the story so that I can, um, you know, change my state and, and Mm -hmm. I get myself out of that emotional spiral. So it's that, that just kind of giving yourself that pause and that stop gap to 
to say, okay, what's really happening and go back into that feedback mode rather than being in that emotional spiral and judging yourself. And then your story is, I can't do this. I'm never going to be able to do this, or this is really bad, or, you know, to hell with it. I'm going to eat all the cookies or, you know, whatever it is um, type of thing. But that, that feedback is so important to our state. Yeah. Yeah. Jody, I love when you say that we are controlled, we are, we are controlling our body, but we're not controlled by it. And also we have a body, but that's not who we are. That is not us. We can separate ourselves. And I think that that's the most important thing that, you know, knowing that we have a body, but it is not who we are. And we are a soul with a body. And so we get to, we get to act on that in that ownership way like you're describing and it's so healthy and it's so great to have those goals but just recognizing that comes right back to what is our story who are we what are we rooted in because then we get to actually make those um directional steps in in being rooted in who we are and not um just by the mere circumstances that are always wavering mm-hmm. okay. i think that's and many times like what what kind of starts that negative spin, that feeling of inadequacy or that you can't do it is this unrealistic expectation or the standard that we're trying to meet that then we haven't met for all the reasons that we've just mentioned of life in general. And that kind of spurs that I can't do this. I can't, I've, I've started this before and here's all the reasons da, 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 why it's not going to happen for me. And then it turns into deeper and deeper. I'm undeserving. I'm, I'm not worthy of this. It, it just goes and goes and goes down that negative spiral. But it really starts with that unrealistic standard. The, yep. the only way that you can get out of, is this realistic or is it not, is to check them against something. Check those standards that you've created for yourself against something. This could be listening to podcasts to become more educated. It could be reading content blogs in in an expert field of, of whatever it is that your, your standard is against, um, community, a coach. Yep. Definitely. All of those things. I think community is really important in being able to, um, kind of know when, if, if we're off base or our, you know, we're not just kind of in check and, and being able to bounce things off of people that you trust and that are safe. I wouldn't say that I would go to all different levels of community because there's, there's, and like I said earlier, um, as we were talking, you might have to change maybe the group of people that you're associating with or that sort of thing. If you find it very difficult on one hand to meet a set of goals, um, that are realistic, but because there are, you know, you, there's some people you can't change in your life, but some you can that, you know, if you're always hanging around someone that is leaning towards um, behaviors that aren't productive towards your goals, then you might want to reassess that there, there might be other, other people that would be more helpful. And that, you know, they, what is the saying, Kayla, do you, we were talking about this a couple of times ago, that whoever you hang around with, the, the, the five closest people that you hang around with, during the last year to two years are going to, 
are, you're going to begin reflecting that. Right. You're the average of your, of the five people that you hang around with most or that you spend yes. time with. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. huge. Like, so. Yeah. Yeah. And what were you saying, Joy? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tay. And what I think of too, when, you know, you're hanging out with people like that, when you start to, you know, propel forward into where you're meant to be and growing in this sustainable change and these mindsets is, you know, you're going to start to recognize when it starts to get negative. You're going to get better and better at that. Mm -hmm. Once where you once were of self pity and just drowning in that, in that downward spiral, you're going to start to make progress in that area too, especially in the community aspect, because um, who you are running with, that, that mindset, um, what people are speaking into you, that is going to make so, so much change. And you're going to be able to recognize those things quicker and just be better at it. Right, right. And just a few things that might help you guys kind of recognize hmm, is this me? Could, could there definitely be some work done here? Um, whenever you're considering your goals or when you're starting something, and I'm going to use something like starting Whole30 as an example, because Whole30 as it, in general and, and how Melissa actually created it um, is, is really great um, in terms of eliminating um, processed foods and things like that for the purpose of collecting information, which is biofeedback that we talked about in episode 14. But whenever you do something like that, do you, the thoughts that go in your mind, is it after I finish this blank, when this is over, I'm going to, I'm not eating this. I can't wait till I can have it again. Like is, is what you're doing, is that what's going on in your mind? Because if it is, that might be a really, really great, like alarm sounding. It says, I should change the sentence around I, or I should change the actions around that is what I'm doing right now. Something that is going to benefit me in the future. Now I'll use contest prep for as an example, when you're in contest prep, when you have a goal that, that is something like that, that is not sustainable. That's not the point of it. So there's going to be different times in your life, depending on what goals that you have. Another thing that comes to mind is like Dave Ramsey's snowball, you know, debt snowball where everything that you're doing is focused on this one goal. It won't always be like that. You're actually doing that hard work so that you can experience more freedom later. Um, so it's just important to, to check where you are at what part of your story that you're a part of that can kind of make, help frame that mindset. But having those things in your mind saying, well, after I reach this, I'm going to do this. Talking about finances after you're debt free. I mean, the plan isn't just to go out and, buy another car with another car loan after you just paid off the other one. Like you have different goals that will then change and evolve over time. So the same thing happens in your fitness life. I'll go back to using Whole30 because many of the listeners that you guys are listening might be familiar with that is the reintroduction phase of how important it is that, yeah, maybe ordering Domino's pizza doesn't fit within the Whole30 guidelines, but it doesn't mean you can never have pizza again. It's just right. about collecting the data about what serves your body best on this day and making the decisions to continue to serve your body well. And that's what's going to get you from the first 30 days to, you know, years upon years of knowing what sits well with you and what doesn't and why. I think that's really important, Kayla. And it's, it makes me just think of just quite simply avoid the extremes. Mm -hmm. 
avoid the extremes in your thinking, avoid the extremes in your habits, and find that middle ground where um, that it can be sustainable. It's that I can't, instead of I can't have, um, maybe when can, when can I have this again? Or how does this fit in what my overall go, goals are? Going back to the ownership mode. Um, mentality is if you know I want what's best for my body and right now maybe pizza isn't best for my body right now but it, it might be fine in a couple of weeks with the side salad or whatever type of thing and it's again not um, just not being extreme mm -hmm. yeah I love that yep and always one thing I think of is I can't I can always asking yourself what can I do Mm -hmm. Instead of I can't or I can't do this, I can't do that. It's just such a check to say, you know, well, what can I do? What will work? And reframing. So, yeah, yeah, empowering too. Right. But even better than I can or I can't, I choose to. Mm -hmm. I cho I'm choosing this right now and this is good and I'm 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 fine with it. And and tomorrow I might choose something different, but that's that's okay. It's just like the this decision by decision mindset where um, it's, it avoids those extremes and we can be really positive by just, again, changing the state. Right. And yeah. that, I think that directs the strategy long-term. Right. That's what's probably, that's what's sustainable. I totally agree with that. And so what's really great is that we go over all of these concepts in depth with a strategy, helping you guys put into practice in the seven day challenge, which opens for enrollment tomorrow. So that is super exciting. It's going to be open for five days. So you have until the morning of March 18th to complete your registration, join our group. It's a small tight knit community where we do exactly that. We just talked about here. We're, we're creating a pathway of sustainable change where um, no matter where you are, no matter what you've tried, um, we're going to be in there to answer your questions and it's amazing. It's amazing to see the wins that happen within a short period of time. Um, yeah. but it's everything that we talked about. It's having a community, it's having content. Um, it's the education surrounding maybe some myths or things that you thought were good and that are not, it gives you an opportunity to dig a little bit deeper to that biofeedback. Um, so that opens tomorrow. Um, you can visit the website, um, enrollment will pop right up. Um, you can even search seven day transformation challenge on the OmniFit. It'll also come up on Google. So if you're just listening, it's easier for you. Um, and then also on Facebook. So we're excited to get that going and to see you guys in the group. Um, let us know if you have any questions about that. Totally. All right, ladies. So good talking with you. Yes. Yeah. Can't wait to catch up with you next time. Right, yes. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for joining in to another episode of the Fit Me Forever podcast. If you guys have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out via email at info at theomnifit.com. And of course, please connect with us on social media. All of our handles, our Instagram and Facebook are both at The Omnifit. And if you like this kind of content, if you like what we're putting out, please rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. That helps other people find us, and it lets us know that we're putting out content that you enjoy. All right, talk to you guys soon.